Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello and welcome to the Truth From The Stand Deer Hunting Podcast. I'm your host, Clint Campbell, and you're listening to episode number 88, brought to you by Wicked Tree Gear. Today is part two of the DIY Report Daily Rut Log, so stay tuned. Alright gang, what is going on? How are you doing? Hope everyone is doing well out there today. Here is, here is, yeah, words are hard for me right now. It's late in the evening. I've just gotten home and gotten all my stuff kind of descented, went through that whole routine and uh, got something to eat after another full day of being in the timber. This is the second episode of the Daily Rut Log and this will be recapping hunt number three. Um, if you remember yesterday, or if you didn't listen to the podcast cast from um, the recap from days one and two, I went and set the back part of the part of this property um, where I kind of suspected there to be, you know, some uh, potentially some activity. I had had watched and seen some things on camera over the course of last year that told me that this was a place that bucks like to cruise during during the rut and during post rut. So, of course, yesterday I had an encounter with two shooters. Um, so the plan today was to head back into that same spot. I left all my stuff in the tree and was able to kind of make a nice quick entrance into the tree this morning. And the plan was really to kind of sit there in the morning and see what happened. Today's temperatures were supposed to start off, in, you know, on the warm side this morning, but not not too terrible. Uh, toler- tolerably warm, I guess you could say, for the morning. Um, and then as the day went on, it was supposed to tap out or cap out at like 68, 70 degrees, which obviously is not uh, the most ideal conditions for the, for this time of year. So the plan was really to kind of hunt the morning in that in that spot and see and see what happened. Um, and then if nothing was really kind of taking place, 
you know, I kind of had told myself that by noon ish that I would go ahead and, and make a, you know, a, uh, I guess, you know, pivot, if you will, on the, on the plan. And, you know, it would either be heading toward the bottom part of the property where the food, the food plots are, or the food plot is, and uh, do, do a quick camera check because there's a few cameras along the way. And then as I'm kind of heading in, in that direction to also just kind of keep my eyes peeled and, and, and look out for anything that, you know, resembles hot sign to, to hop on. So that was really the kind of, kind of the plan. So got in this morning, the, uh, it's super windy, uh, the past couple of days. Um, so being buffeted around in, in, in the tree, um, you know, for, for the better part of the morning, I did see one deer, um, this morning, not hundred percent sure what it was. Uh, just kind of caught it for a second. It was a little ways away from me, uh, but what was interesting is I had seen a deer yesterday do the same exact thing, uh, come out of this little, you know, out of this little area of the timber across over a logging road and never came down toward me, just kind of kept heading up toward the top end of the property. Um, where it gets kind of, you know, even more thick and it's, I, I presume it to be a, a, a bedding area that, as I'd mentioned in yesterday's show, that's the part of the property that was, had caught on fire at one point. So it's, you know, all regenerative growth. So it's all kind of really thick and would make, you know, does make great, you know, bedding habitat. So with that, I had, had seen that deer kind of pop out in the same area that I had uh, seen one yesterday. So as I'm sitting there and it's getting closer and closer to noon, I was like, you know what, when I get down, I think I'm going to walk over that way and see what, um, see what's going on over there. See what's it, it, if they're, you know, what the deal is, why I'm seeing a deer pop out the same spot, you know, the past two days. So it just kind of piqued my curiosity since it happened two days in a row. And, you know, I try to do a better job of asking the question why, when I see things, when I'm deer hunting or when I'm observing deer, um, you know, as opposed to just kind of observe, observing it and seeing what happens, you know, observe it, then ask the question why and try to figure out why they're doing what they're doing. So hopped out of the stand around noon, packed everything up and kind of head out on my merry way and hung a left and was headed down this, you know, logging road to kind of get down to this piece of timber that I had seen this deer pop out. And once I got down there, I'm walking along and I'm like, there's a rub. Walk a little further. I'm like, there's another one. Walk a little further yet. There's another one. I kind of, you know, I'm looking, I'm kind of walking or hiking and scouting at the same time you know, with a plan of getting down to the bottom part of the property to check a couple cameras. And then all of a sudden, as I'm peeking through like this, this piece of timber, I see a couple more rubs. So I was like, you know, I'm going to jump in here really quick and just kind of take a look around. And so I hopped in and started kind of walking around. There's a huge oak tree there that has dropped a ton of acorns, um, which isn't abnormal for this property. There's a ton of, there's a ton of acorns on this property, which is a good and a bad thing. It's, it's good because there's plenty of, of, of hard mass whenever all the kind of crops come off the field and there's not a ton of, you know, um, ag, ag fields around this property in general. Um, <clears throat> but the challenging part is, is that there's so many trees dropping acorns typically every year that it makes it really hard to kind of zero in on one specific spot that deer might be frequenting because of the acorn drop. So with that being said, I kind of walked into this area and started looking around and just littered with rubs. And I'm kind of looking around going, you know, this is a lot of rubs to be in one area. And so I'm examining, you know, them a little bit more closely. And I'm noticing that a few of them are really, really fresh to the point that I'm still, the shavings from the rub is still on the ground beneath the tree. So I'm like, okay, this is definitely, you know, hot sign. So I keep kind of walking around scouting this area a little bit. And now I'm finding some scrapes. 
I think I found four scrapes in this area and all these rubs or not all the rubs, but the main rubs and the scrapes were all probably within 10 yards of one another. And so I was kind of thinking, I'm like, okay, I think I found someone's bachelor pad here. Someone who likes to spend a lot of time. Then there's like this wall of green briar behind it. And, um, what I would presume to probably be some type of bedding area. So, you know, I guess conventional wisdom would say you found hot sign, you should stop, you should set up. And the thought crossed my mind and I was like, you know what, hot sign, you should just set up. This was no more than 80, 90, 100 yards tops from the tree that I was in yesterday and this morning. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to just kind of keep moving along and and I'll maybe I'll come back, I'll probably come back to this spot after I get down and, and check the cameras and stuff like that and see see what's going on but what i'm going to do is i'm going to hike through this you know or scout through this bedding area right behind it because my thinking was you know like i had said previously i don't know a ton about this property this property is still new to me in terms of hunting it i've watched it for a year with cameras first year that i've hunted it i've had four hunts on it so it's not like i know the property inside and out um so you know i was like i'm going to walk through this you know what i presume to be a bedding area you know maybe it's it it's a buck bedding area possibly with all the sign that I was seeing, you know, where I was at. I was like, and if I happen to kick up a buck and spook him, you know, then so be it. Um, a bummer for today, but um, at least then I have more intel for next year possibly. So I kind of walk through it and it gets super, you know, thick to the point that I've got my pack on my back with my sticks and just, you know, a bunch of weight and it's now 70 degrees. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to get out of here and just kind of head down to the food plot and grab the two cameras that are on the way there and see what's happening in that end of the property. So I got out of there <clears throat> with the intention of going back there. So it took me a little longer than I had, had anticipated to get to the bottom of the property. Got there, pulled the camera cards. Not a lot to see on the on the, on the the SD cards, unfortunately. Um, kind of a bummer. Um, and then I was quickly starting to run out of time because I had spent more time scouting than I had anticipated. And at this point, I was kind of like, I can either try to hustle it back up to that hot sign that I'd seen um, and probably get there in time to hang, you know, get set up and not have a whole lot of time in the stand left at that point once I get set up. Or I could sit and hunt this this one tree that I really wanted to hunt that was just off the food plot underneath the, underneath an oak tree because um, there had been bucks kind of using this trail coming down the edge of the food plot, not really ever getting into it necessarily. Um, and I was kind of wanting to hunt that to see if I could get something coming from the neighbors, because I really kind of feel like there's three sets of deer on this property. I feel like there's a, there's a group of deer that live at the North end of the property where I was hunting the past two days. I feel like there's a group of deer that are living on the neighbors to the, uh, to the West of us right across this little access road. Um, and I've, cause I've caught, you know, different bucks on camera on that side of the property versus the bucks I've caught on the North side of the property. And then I feel like there's another group yet that lives, I guess it would be kind of to the Southeast, um, of the proper, the property on the neighbor's property. So, cause I've seen bucks coming across this food in the area of the food plot that I've not caught on any of the other cameras. So you really, it's interesting for a piece that's only about 60 acres. I feel like there's three distinct groups of, of bucks. Um, and the reason I kind of say that is because I've not seen them cross pollinate between cameras over the past like year and a half that I've had cameras going on almost two years that I've had cameras on the property. 
Um, the bucks that are on the west typically stay on the west, and I don't catch them on the east side of the property on cameras. The ones that are in the north, I'll catch them on the you know on the east side of the property, but not the west side of the property. So it's really kind of a weird dynamic where it's like it's almost like there's a line down the middle of the property, and they don't really cross from east to west, um, which is kind of interesting. They do north to south because um, I will catch them. The ones in the north, I'll catch on the south, but only if only the, if, if they're on the west or on the east. Um, so really kind of an interesting dynamic there. So I ended up setting up near this area, uh, ended up seeing, you know, five deer come out, uh, right, you know, toward, toward, the, uh, last light, um, no bucks, um, all does. And, uh, and that was kind of a wrap for today's hunt. Um, you know, unfortunately that's the last hunt I'll probably have on that property, at least for, for right now. Um, as tomorrow morning, I'll be packing up. Uh, bright and early and getting ready to head to Ohio. Now I may make it back and hunt this property one more time, you know, or sometime next week, possibly if I ended up tagging out early in Ohio, you know, and was fortunate enough to do that, then I'd probably make my way back here and and try to hunt another day or two on on the, uh, on this property and see if I couldn't fill my tag there. But if not, I'm going to try to probably get back during late season and put on a late season hunt. Um, But otherwise, you know, it's quite possible that my, my rut for PA or my, you know, my regular archer season for PA is probably is likely over. Um, unless, you know, things break well for me in Ohio and I can get back here for a couple of days before, before the first season ends, I'll definitely be getting after it, you know, in late season, but, um, you know, for, for the prime time, if you, if you will, that's probably it for this property. But uh, that's the uh, those are the deets from today's hunt. Um, you know, this, uh, these, these uh, daily, um, logs have been kind of cool to do really been enjoying them i hope you guys dig it um headed to ohio tomorrow you'll be getting chad sylvester on the upcoming episodes and uh <clears throat> hopefully we'll have uh more updates not just for me but for, uh, from the crew that i'm hunting with so thanks for listening and talk to you all tomorrow all right folks that is a wrap for today's show we'd like to thank all of you for listening and if you haven't yet please head over to itunes and leave us a five star rating Also, be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd be super appreciative if you'd be able to do those two things for us. And before we shut this thing down, I need to give a big shout out to our partners that continue to help us make this podcast possible. Wicked Tree Gear, Exodus Outdoor Gear, Trophy Ridge, Ozonics, Obsession Bows, Tecamani Seed, Glacier Coolers, Ramcat Broadheads, Trophy Taker Rests, and Dead Downwind. And until next time, we'll see y'all. Makes me proud, makes me steal. I could show you through the door. I ain't welcome anymore. Long time coming, if it all. It takes a special no one to call a phone. Image heads, broken letters. Lies yourself in numbers, but I gotta get away from here. Gotta get away from here.
All right, gang, the new Truth merch is in stock at truthfromthestand.com and on YouTube below any of the Truth From The Stand videos. I've got some new hats, beanies, t-shirts, long-sleeve t-shirts, and sweatshirts. There's even a new do-hard-shit hat for those of us who like to embrace micro-dosing adversity. So head to truthfromthestand.com and check out the new gear and use the code TRUTH, T-R-U-T-H, and save yourself some cash on the new gear.